Out Care Buying Grill podcast. Jeff Johnson here with Lisa Murphy. Lisa Murphy, how you doing? I am good. Thank you. It is uh, Monday. It's my first day back from a 10-day staycation, and I'm loving spending it with you recording episodes for the well, podcast. Well, thank you very much. Before we get into our topic, you ever bite your lip? Oh. And then it poofs up I bite a little my bit. Tongue. I bite my tongue more than my lip, but yeah, I get where you're going. Go it on. poofs up a little bit and then you keep biting it because it's just a little bit Poofed more. Out, it's in the way. Yeah. I, uh, Damn um, pork chop. Is there, well, no, no, this happened. No, this is, this is beyond the pork chops, but yeah. Um, I, I, is there a, is there a cure for that? Do I need to like stuff some cotton balls between my, my lip and my, my gum? Honestly, the few times that I've had that happen, it, it uh, turns, I hate this word, but it'll turn sometimes into a canker store because you just keep like ribbon at it. So I put like cankade on it when that happens. Oh, I never had that. Now I'm terrified. Um, I, I mean, Kink I could- Kankade is awesome. It's like Novocaine, but you can buy it over the counter. You just put it, but then you're like, walk around, walk around, group of can't fool off them. Yeah, that's not good for podcasting. I, I trip over my tongue enough. Um, yeah, I, 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 I could like slow down and and not eat like a starved what did you, wolf. What did you bite? The inside? The, yeah, it's like the inside of, the of my or bottom, bottom lip, right now, right down here. And, oh, that's uh, a weird spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe you do uh, that. Maybe you're that, that nervous face you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not good pod though, I guess. Let's get into our topic. So um, the dude, Arthur Stats, is that Stats? Arthur Stats, the the inventor, the father of timeout, uh, passed away uh, earlier this uh, this month, this summer at least, uh, at the age of ninety seven. Right. And so I thought maybe we could talk about. I I hadn't. Did you know of him? Had no idea. Yeah, I hadn't. I just came up in one of my one of my news feeds, and I thought, oh, I didn't know there was a timeout guy. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. And and so and since we were just talking about uh, uh, Maslow's hammer, I thought timeout is is a hammer that often gets used a lot. So I thought we could we could chat about him and timeout and and hammers and that kind of stuff. But well, um, I you know I, I'll jump out right away with the when when you originally said that you wanted to explore this this afternoon. I, I, I think the reason for that connection should be thrown out right away was that this was perhaps a, a new hammer, a new tool for somebody. Sure. And, and the, the Washington Post article actually talked about that, uh, not in depth, but alluded to the fact that they wanted something, albeit, and dear gentle readers, I am not a behaviorist. I've never been a behaviorist. I, I, ugh. and in the 50s, behaviorism was, it was it. Oh, and you know, B.F. Skinner was getting all kinds of action when he was Skinner, going to cocktail I mean, parties you know, and stuff. It's so cool to raise your kid in a box and feed it when it, you know, hits the right lever for treats. But anyway, this was an alternative to the just kind of smack you until you shut up. And while it may be looking back hindsight 2020 seems limited, Apparently, according to the Post, this was considered revolutionary, which I had a little hard time wrapping my brain around the fact that like not beating your kid was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and my take on timeout has always been that at the end of the day, the benefit of timeout is that both parties get a, a time away from each other. 
And now sure, we're back well, to it's the that, is that pause that we talked about in the last episode. And, you know, so is, is timeout something that's in my tool belt? No. Um, do I appreciate when adults realize that they need a little quick uh, time away from the kid? I've always felt that the adult is the one that needs the time away from the situation, not the child. The adult, in theory, should have the emotional and self-regulation, psychological uh, ability to regulate themselves and be like, you know what, for whatever reason, this situation has gotten me a little escalated and I'm 30. Well, I'm 51, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this kid is two. In theory, I should be the one that has the more like in-depth wherewithal to be like, okay, I need to step away. I need to calm down and reframe what's happening because I've been around a lot longer than this kid who's been on the planet for 600 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think the adult had a little bit more, would have a little bit more self-control and, and, and self-awareness, but, but, but unfortunately, not <laughs> Because this guy invented this, um, reminds us that unfortunately that's not always the assumption. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you're talking about tools in your tool belt, if you're, if your only tool to get your child to behave is to whack them up alongside the head or on the butt. Um, and then some dude comes along and says, Hey, here's a different strategy. That's a, like, I mean, yeah. that's a great new tool. It um, is. And it, it makes me actually wonder about the psychological, uh, state of, of the before, of the before that was introduced as a potential new tool. Like were these people who just smacked their kids because that's what was done to them. And maybe they wish there was another alternative, but they honest to God just didn't know there was an alternative. You know, that, that kind of mindset where we're, we're very patient and understanding with the people who honestly say like, I didn't know better, but then once you know better, then it's your duty to act on what you know better. But if you don't, but you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So up until the fifties, can we honestly say that at least in this probably us based white culture, Western culture, did people really honestly never think that there was another way to deal with what they were calling misbehavior? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing lots of people did, but this was still those, those ways of dealing with were so, so, so predominant that, uh, I'm sure there are people on the fringe who who chose not to beat their children. I mean, you could yell at them, uh, but but uh, but I think this was so pervasive that there needed to be a solution. And I, th I found interesting in the article that he he kind of uh, experimented on his daughter. Um, his his daughter That's was right. his. I'll, you know what? You read the quote. Oh, I don't I don't have it right in front of me. Do you have it? That my brother jokes that I was so naughty that my dad my dad had to invent timeout. <laughs> But she added, the daughter added, but I'm sure I was an angel. <laughs> of course. I, I, I thought it was really interesting also in there that the way timeout is taught to people isn't necessarily what he was, he was talking about. Uh, wow. you know, and we it's all, not we like all... we've never seen that before. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, ideas it's, got it's deluded always... and played telephone with. It's, it's always implementation is where the, the downfall of everything is. And so, I mean, one example is that, you know, what, what people are told nowadays, the standard is one minute for every year of their age. Oh, and he was like, no. And he was like, no, no, just until the thing, the behavior stopped. Which in theory happened as soon as you said, go sit in that chair. Well, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so- But I also, let me even go back a, a quick minute further mm -hmm. that like many other things, this wasn't on his radar as a psychologist until he had a child. 
<laughs> and I, I, I always love that when we, we think we got it all handled and then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't the angel she thought she was. He developed psychological behaviorism, which includes elements such as emotion and personality to behaviorize psychology and to psychologize behaviorism. Um, and his view is often explained, period. But his professional training, here it comes, was put to its most consequential test when he had his daughter, Jennifer. <laughs> so I thought I knew everything, but damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I, the, I think the other thing was, um, didn't it say somewhere in there about, about you know, how kids get sent to time out and are supposed to reflect on what they did. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think he didn't, that wasn't yeah. his thing, his thing either. So um, it really, what, what he invented and what you would consider modern day timeout, modern day for, I mean, our adulthoods is really a bastardized version of the tool he invented, invented as well. So I think um, what he honestly invented was a pause. Yeah. To parents yeah, and, who had been spanked by their own mothers and fathers, a practice that he called a terrible idea, the technique was revolutionary. That's what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. revolutionary, like was this really the first time that people thought that beating them to death wasn't an option? In addition to offering the child a moment of calm, it gave one to the parent as well. Yeah. And, and he recommended that the timeout be used only in context of a loving relationship in which the mother or father is a quote companion, helper, or a trainer, whatever that means, and not the ruler of the household. So now we're back to that control, please. That control. In, in another article I've got up here, um, he, he's quoted as saying, I, I knew that spanking was a terrible idea um, and not a good effect on the parent child relationship. So, yeah. I mean, if if I had to choose between the the modern interpretation of timeout and what he's talking about, I'd go with with what he talked about originally, right, right at, at at any moment. Um, he doesn't, you know what? He doesn't mention a timeout chair. Um, right. or, or, he's not or, on Pinterest, or, or <laughs> even a buddy, or even a buddy bench. Um, no, he he didn't he didn't talk about uh, you know he needed a specific timeout chair. Um, I, he could have marketed the hell out of this if he. I am the inventor of timeout. Here's my, um, no, uh, right here. Uh, uh, hold on. The, the timeout was a powerful and positive tool for parents because it helps them avoid harsh discipline techniques like spanking, yelling, and criticism when raising their children. So to go back to the hammer, this was a, it was a shift. Boom. It moved us away from something that we all know in our gut is just not effective, appropriate, whatever. But boom. However, I think there are certain, I don't want to say people because that's not what I really mean, but schools of thought that just stayed there and then modified that and made that like comfortable for their own belief system. And then there's other groups that have moved even beyond it. And it's like, it's like you have to acknowledge thank you like that was a first step away from what we know was abuse. And now let's take the next step forward. And, and I think where folks like you and I get frustrated is when people try to cutify staying in that first hop out of what we know is inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you, you get locked into that tool. Um, 
So, and just I mean, and like like with the toy book, uh-huh. just because you put monkeys and butterflies on it <laughs> doesn't mean it's appropriate. <laughs> and so every day in my modern life, I would I would choose to go for a different option than time out. I think like real relationships uh, have I mean, I went through most of my career. And use timeout very infrequently, um, and and really moved away from it. In our, I mean, in our ten plus years of family childcare, I don't think it happened once because mostly we created an environment where there weren't quote unquote behavior problems. There were there were behaviors, but we didn't make them into problems. Um, we didn't see them as problems, and then we had real tuned in relationships with the kids. I mean, again, most of the time, where you know, you, you didn't need that tool and, and we didn't beat them either. Um, so, so that's funny how thing. you were able to manage that. Uh, but, but I mean, if I, one of my other things that I've always said about timeout, and if you've listened to the timeout episodes that we've done in the past, you've heard this before was that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to argue that there are occasionally children who present behaviors that, you know, when you come to think, when you think about them being a part of a, of a group, that might be a little like, whoa, this is gonna be like a little tricky. And you don't teach those children how to be a part of a group if you're always pushing them to the side. That's my first bullet point comment of timeout. Yeah. Second one is that sometimes if your environment is not child-directed and freely chosen, like everybody's moving like a herd in a group all frickin' freaking day all morning by about three o'clock in the afternoon. I used to call it baby breakdown time because that's when all the kids who've been made to be with 10 of their kids and they can't handle it. So they smack the kid next to them, even though that's not really a behavior in their persona, but they do it because they know that this person's going to send me over to that bench and I get to be just freaking by myself for 10 minutes, which is all I've needed since I walked in the door was the opportunity to be by myself. So that's a variable that I think needs to explore. And the other variable, a story that I've shared is when I observed at that one classroom where all of the, all of the rooms were down a hallway and I was talking to the director. And all of a sudden, while we were talking, one of the teachers put her head Every time I tell the story, I get freaking goosebumps. She put her head out the door and she said, I need to be tapped out. And she waited, waited. And then she's like, now. And the, the director was like, I need, they, they know, they know. They're the ones that need the break. Cause they don't, the kid doesn't have the regulation yet. And the adult does. Yeah. And even if she was to attempt to, to be like in the moment, her energy is so up here. The kids are going to meet her there. And now even the non like agitated kids are going to meet her right where she is emotionally. And that's going to just be a crappy day for, for everybody else. And, you know, I, I get that occasionally you need a break from a kid and a kid maybe needs a break from you, but maybe that is also because we insist on them always all being together and we never give anybody time to be on their own. For yeah. a little bit during the day. 
Yeah, I, I mean, my experience is that the the more power and control you give children over their own lives, the more the fewer battles about power and control you you have throughout the day. And surprise. and I mean, yeah, surprise. That's what that's what I mean. That's what most of our behavior battles are, right? It's about it's not about the the throwing or the biting as much as it's about who's in power and who has control and how and, that how that verb makes the adult react. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't So it, would you invite this man to a dinner party? Like in your uh afterlife dinner party and you could well you would never probably have a dinner party with 20 people but would he be on your list just to pick his brain? Like if we could channel him from the afterlife, would you want to chat with him? Well, do you think that do you think that he before he died was like, oh my God, they took what I did and they made it shit. I mean, he could be, first off, just a beautiful looking gentleman. I mean, oh just my a God. Real, real handsome dude. Um, I, I, I'm talking Don, Don Draper from Mad Men, 1950s oh, totally. dude. Oh yeah. Uh, so I actually thought that I showed a picture to Jeff of, uh, I don't know if he was looking down, like he probably he was writing because it's an older picture, not like typing on his laptop. And he looks like he, he it looks like he's writing music, like he's composing music for the Beach Boys. Like he fell out of the cover of a Beach Boys album. Yeah. So first, I wouldn't invite him to the uh, the cocktail party because I'd be too self conscious. I wouldn't want this good looking guy there uh, uh, stealing all the ladies away from me, um, grabbing the eye of my of my sweetheart Tasha. So he wouldn't get invited. Um, only the ugly dudes get invited. To my no. Um, <laughs> Talk um, about his car license plate, his license plate. Until oh yeah, time out with his license plate time number out. on his BMW. <laughs> so no, I, I I think it's, I mean, I, I think it's just neat to put a name to to the practice and and see how it it kind of evolved from and potentially got bastardized. I, yeah. I appreciate that you you made that comment. I think I think Frederick Foible does the same thing with kindergarten. <laughs> What you don't think? What the hell did you guys do with what I made? You don't think kindergarten today is what he what he had in mind? Oh yeah, it's a mirror image. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, guys, come back for the next episode. What with, what with all the touchscreen uh, smart boards and everything? Any any final thoughts on timeout before we wrap no, up? I, I I appreciate that you uh, did dig a did a big deep dig dive. Um, cause it's nice kind of having some context, right? Like a, a starting spot of something that we, let's be honest, that we riff on, that we rip apart occasionally. And to know that perhaps it did evolve into something that it was not really ever intentionally meant to be. Yeah. Um, and just to put a face to the name, to the concept, I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we need to, we need to be better as a profession of, of marking and remembering some of the the names that that came before us even this time out even if it is time out <laughs> this for the child care bar and grill podcast back soon with another episode thanks for listening bye-bye bye-bye hey be safe out there people This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.